A lot's happening, so let's just do the intro. Um, hi, this is Sisterish. It's your girl Erica. It's your girl Kayla. Um, and welcome back to another episode of Sisterish. You know, it's a podcast where basically Kayla and I are just chatting about literally life, things that happen to us. Apparently, recently we've been on like a TV show binge and being like, let's talk about the TV show, and like basically anything that we go through or we see that can inform us on how to make sure that we are all being our most authentic selves. Okay. And exactly. So, yeah, a lot's going on. So authentically speaking, Kayla and I look like crap, or at least I will say I look like cat crap. Kayla can define how she looks. I can barely see her in the dark. So that's, that's where we at. Exactly. <laughs> where we're at is I don't currently really want to have too much light on um, because I have a headache, honestly. So yeah. Yeah, life is literally cray-cray. There's so much going on. If y'all care about us at all, feel free to ask any questions about what we got going on, but we got a lot going on. And so I know we skipped a couple weeks, but we're really trying to be back with it because in all honesty, I just, I'm overworking. Work is trash. No one values you. Um, and it's not worth the stress. It's really not. And so you know, my commitment should be to myself and what I genuinely want since no one else is going to put me first um, or care about me the way that I do. So I really, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to, again, recommit to that and not let the other things take my energy. Then you know what? I'm going to empower myself and I'm also going to empower our sister-ish fam, you know, be in control of your own time that's it i was telling kayla before like block your calendar i know yeah i know but that's the thing like with my job right now it's very much like people really have like the they feel bold enough to just like slack you whenever they want and just like message you and whatever and and like i guess the thing is is like I feel like I respond in a timely manner and but like when the shoe's on the other foot and I'm like trying to slack someone I'd I be waiting so I'm like but it's also based off of the levels right like I'm like oh snap I'm on the lower level so I have to respond but I'd be trying to message my manager and crickets so nope you don't owe anything to anybody you would be like I received your request there's a couple other things um how, how, what would you like me to prioritize? Let me know because something's gonna fall off the off of my plan today. Like, the, like for real. There's only so much me, and I'm not working outside these hours. Y'all don't pay me enough. Um, so this is my time. This is my commitment. There's always tomorrow. Um, so what do you want me to replace? Like, I'll replace this, but I'm letting you know this is falling off, and we just need to be better about that. So and that's not what our topic is about today. Um, I'm going to go straight, returning to our newest segment, something from the internet. <laughs> um, we, I, whomever, um, we were able to get the, this uh, quote. Um, so if y'all don't follow Spiritual Word, um, I think you should. I think it's a great Instagram account. I'm not sure if they exist on any other platform. I don't have any other platform. I have Facebook, but whatever. Spiritual Word. Um, reposted, it looks like maybe someone's tweet or something from 
Tashipo underscore Ranko, and we'll post this on our gram so you have it, but um, it says, the dating pool has a lot to do with looks. Don't let anyone fool you. The prettier you are, the better the experience. You'll manifest until your fingers bleed, but if you're not good looking, your experience might not be as glamorous. It's bad enough that when you're less good looking, no one wants you, but even when they have you, they'd never go the extra mile for you. You're just you. Pretty privilege is a real thing. What are your thoughts when I say that, Kay? Um, well, I agree. I mean, we've all kind of experienced like having like friends or people that we know that are like, you, that are just quote unquote, the pretty friend. It's everybody like is always commenting on how they're so pretty and how like all the guys or girls or whoever like them. And, you know, it's just, they're, they're popular for that reason. Um, and unfortunately, you know, that's just how society works. Not necessarily saying like, oh, you know, like I think these people that are chosen as the pretty ones don't have a personality as well because that's not always the case but it's just not the first thing that's getting these people's um attention that allows so many people to be after them um which is unfortunate so our society more and more um is becoming obsessed with youth um to me at one point in time we used to be like value your elders you know respect your elders like you know, make sure that you're having conversations with them and soaking up their knowledge and wisdom. Um, but we now don't really care about the old folk. Like you see what happens in the news and society and all the, you know, attacks on old people like violently and, you know, taking advantage of them. And it's just really unfortunate. Um, but we are a society that definitely values looks. Um, and or youth specifically and with youth we kind of associate that with beauty like oh my gosh your skin is super tight you know and like everything is wrinkles yeah gravity is in an effect and and like um, literally making it such like beauty products are really like geared to that now where it's you know you need to have this eye eye cream let's all start taking collagen let's also like um, do preventative Botox like the fact that I know people that are like really out here getting Botox just to be preventative, like, you know, whatever, do you own your truth. But like, I'm just kind of like, what's wrong with just kind of aging? Like, I don't know. I just don't think I was just at a friend's birthday party and they were talking about preparing themselves for all types of surgery that they're going to get. They're like, when my neck starts to sag and gets wrinkles, I'm going to cut all that off. And like, y'all ever thinking about getting like a whole facelift or, or y'all, and I was just looking at them like, oh my gosh, let's just drink our water. And, you know, we already black. So we already on the better side of the spectrum. Um, (laughs) I I just, I don't know what's gonna, I don't know. But like social media has definitely amplified our focus on, looks like we definitely judge people on their social media page and what they're posting and how they're posting and um even the fact that we have like dating apps and how that is like how people meet people now and it's not in person like it's those apps are based fully on if you think that they're attractive like Mm -hmm. if you don't think they're attractive you're not going to swipe like some people are like, if that post, that first photo doesn't capture me, I'm not about to even read the details. Like, you know, sometimes I'll be like, 
what about their occupation or their height or if they have children like some of that ish I'll be like it's important but sometimes I don't even scroll I'll be honest I don't even scroll to that part if I'm like the first picture there might be one or two pictures on the app um, if I'm not impressed by those first two pictures before I get to those details like I'm not getting to those details and so I think as a society that's really where we're at is we're definitely staying at that surface level and um, that to me means that, again, we're not dating for the content of someone's character. MLK would be very disappointed in where we are today. Um, we for are many not reasons. looking at, exactly, for many of reasons, but we're definitely not looking at people deeply enough. We're very surface. And so um, I, I agree with the, the tweet or the thing from the internet that we're referencing that right now in society, we are definitely focused on looks and that there is a privilege to people um, who are pretty. Those are the people that we tend to give more chances to. If you're attractive, if we're, we're going to give you more chances. Didn't we, we had a pretty privileged episode. And I think we told the story of how our older sister was uh, uh, interviewing for a job and was more than an acceptable amount of time late to both of the interviews that she had and still got the job <laughs> it's because she cute if she was but ugly and like uh you know this is unfortunate but sometimes people may have had experiences where they were like in a fire you know or something happened to them young or they have some kind of skin something where you, you don't necessarily enjoy looking at them or you know it, it makes you uncomfortable or you might itch or whatever you just kind of get the creepy crawlies a little bit um which is so unfortunate because most of the time it's something that they can't help you think people want to look this way but anyway if people looked like that it's very difficult i think for them to to have other people see beyond that surface so they probably get the bad end of the stick in all spectrums of life um not just the jobs, but like relationships, dating, friendships, like it's probably very difficult for them to have relationships given the fact that we are such a superficial, shallow, surface level um, society. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, is leading us, you know, right into our conversation topic of today, which I'm really glad to talk about. I mean, obviously, like, you know, we have seen it all over. Like, it's a very popular Netflix show, Love is Blind. They're on their second season. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For people who don't know what Love is Blind, um, y'all, one, y'all ain't got Netflix. Um, I mean, listen, let, Netflix increased their prices. So. Okay. And I used, to, you know, I used to what be What prices on, aren't increased right now? Literally. No, but truly. But listen, you know, because I used to have a little, not slinky, not sneaky leak because it was never like that. But I used to be on somebody else's Netflix. And then, and then, you know, I recently, literally just a couple weeks ago, got the boot. And I had been on that Netflix for like five years. Y'all already um, know that I was totally on um, an ex's Netflix for years. <laughs> Exactly. Before they noticed that, like, or changed the password or whatever. Like, I don't know. I, I honestly think that this person literally just got rid of it because, I mean, the last time I talked to them. They could have just changed the password. Okay. Yeah, maybe. They could have, but I also. Who's have, getting rid of Netflix? I think they might have got on a different one or something like that because it's expensive. And Anyway, whatever. so Love is Blind is a series <laughs> that... I mean, basically, the 
the concept is in the name. It's trying to test the theory. We've all heard, like, is love truly blind? Like, people say all the time, you can't help who you fall in love with, or you're just, we're just drawn together. Like, there's no choice in love, which we all know love is a choice, or at least I hope we know that love is a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but this show is basically where people date and they've never seen each other and they get engaged without seeing each other. And then, you know, they have to decide um if they want to get married at the end of the shoot at the end of the series or the end of the show so they're basically um I don't know how many let's say there's 16 guys and 16 girls yeah, I think and 14 people or whatever and sure. you're just having conversations in pods so you're mm-hmm. but you can't see each other you're separated by a wall and mm-hmm. um it's it's truly just you are having conversations to figure out if this person is someone that you connect with and could see a future with um because the goal at the end is to get married Um, yeah so they're all dating like as a woman on the show you're dating you're all dating the same man and then we all return to the same kind of loft which is interesting and so I know that sometimes people are more forthcoming about like who they're interested in and some people are like no I'm not going to really talk we're all just dating the same people so you know we'll figure out at the end who's going to be with who but um it's it's interesting um but yeah so the show follows the characters or the characters they're real people um it follows the people who end up getting engaged and seeing their journey after that. I think they have like, what, like four weeks after they leave the pods. And I think they're in the pods for a total of 10 days. And 10 days seems very short to get engaged to somebody, but apparently all they're doing all day and night is talking to their dates. Like they're having dates all throughout the day um, with these different people. And like, that's all they do. They ain't got no phones. They don't have anything else to distract them. So they're just talking to these people hours upon hours for for 10 days and then they decide to get engaged. Um, and so the show follows what, like six couples? I don't know, I wish we would have looked it up, but um, we're, you know, we're your girls who barely do work for the show. Um, and so we um, are gonna talk about each of their journeys and how we feel they played out or um, how they impact us and how it impacts dating and things like that. So. Um, I think that we should talk about like the first couple that got engaged, um, Danielle. Nick and Danielle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so basically, just brief backstory, apparently Danielle lost a ton of weight. Um, and so she's very insecure. So um, long story short, they end up getting engaged and they actually say, I do at the end of the show. Um, but their whole journey was like very interesting to me because I'm just like, all of her insecurities keep coming up. And so she keeps like, you know, expressing those insecurities to Nick and Nick is trying to say, you don't have to be insecure. I love you through all of that. Like we've talked, I know who you are. Like I'm here for you. And she's just like, are you sure? 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 Um, And that causes like a ton of arguments throughout their situation. And so um, I, at first, like watching, I'm just like, dang, I'd have doubts too. Like, (laughs) well, I guess on both ends, like I'd only know you 10 days, but also I guess these four weeks technically. Um, So, but then at the same time, I'd also have doubts, not just because I haven't known you long, but if I was Nick, I'd have doubts about Danielle too. Cause I'm like, do I want to deal with someone who (laughs) 
literally is super insecure. Like someone who, what, I don't know, doesn't know their self-worth is always questioning me and my intentions. Like I would feel some type of way about that as well. But I can also, again, like I said, understand Danielle's where she's coming from because she's like, if we're going to get married, like you got to know that this you is what see it is. On me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I don't know if you really truly want me. Cause that hasn't been my experience. Again, going back to the something from the internet because she didn't feel pretty or wasn't conventional in her beauty. Um, when it comes to society standards of how she looked, because apparently she was overweight. So like I can get both sides. Um, but again, I think back to like our core message of the podcast, like, you really have to be truly authentic to yourself, um, I think, in life. Otherwise, I don't know how you will show up in a relationship. That's what I Yeah, I mean, that is, that's very true. And I think, like, for me, honestly, like, as just a regular viewer watching the show, I was like, I hope they don't get married. I was really hoping at first. I was like, please, y'all, like, she is doing way too much for me, and I'm not here for it right? But also not even just her. Like, I was also getting annoyed with Nick because he was, um, I think, but I don't blame him, but I could see some parts where I'm like, where I'm Danielle, and I'm like, oh, you're you're kind of getting a little too defensive and harsh with me. I don't like the way you're talking to me right now that, you know, I would have, I would have been upset like she was. How do you, how you either, sometimes, if you're going into this, you kind of have to be a trusting person like you kind of have to be like I trust you because all I have to go on is your word because I don't know you we aren't that familiar so you have to be able to be in a place where it's like I know what I offer and I have a really great bs meter and I can read that ish otherwise it's like you're gonna end up being like Danielle expressing how insecure you are and like oh my God, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, you have to be like, I have to trust that you have pure intention. Um, And if you aren't that type of person to go into this kind of thing, being like, I trust you, is probably isn't the right way to meet somebody, in in my opinion. No, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, they, they grew on me, though. I will say that. They did grow on me. I appreciated um, how they continue to talk i wish they would have honestly showed more of like the resolution to their conflicts on the show rather than just like so many conflicts that they had because it was like they were fighting and then like a next scene it was like oh somehow they made up and then they started fighting again like it was just like i wanted to i think that's something in me where it's like you know probably how i wish i would have experienced this in my childhood like if people were fighting like how do we see they're making up so that like i feel okay um so I think for me, I just would have, would have wanted to see more of like the resolution to their, to their issues. Cause it kind of honestly came as a shock to be like, oh wait, like they're both going to say I do. Like I, like, yeah, based off of their arguments, you know? I mean, yeah, they, they had a lot and you know, the cameras went around like during the evening hours, I'm sure where they had like their real conversations. Um, but yeah, I mean, after we watched the reunion as well, and they're still together. So I mean, hey, it ended up working out that she ended up finding a way to trust him. And, you know, I'm sure that he just was like, 
you have to, you have, that's one of the things I feel like he even said, he's like, you have to believe when I tell you that I love you and I'm here with you and through anything, like you have to be, start believing that. And I honestly, I, I think that that's the best way to go. I would rather someone literally prove to me why they're not supposed to be with me. Like, that's the way that I would want to be in a relationship versus being like, stressing myself out, being paranoid all the time about like, are you true? Are you real intentions? I'd rather be like, I'm gonna believe it until you sh- literally show me otherwise. But she would be like bringing up, make like things um, to like make it a disagreement. But that's why I say you really have to, again, be fully comfortable, confident in who you are and what you offer. And you have to trust the other person is being their full selves as well. Yeah. So. Okay, who would you like to talk about next? Um, I think the next people we should talk about is, should we just get it over with, um, with Kyle and Shayna? Yeah, Kyle and Shayna. Okay, so theirs was interesting as well, because Kyle is an atheist, and Shayna is apparently like a Christian, and she values her religion, and that was something that she definitely um, wanted her partner to have. Mm-hmm. Um, Shayna has also been engaged. What did she say? Three, four times before? Was it three, four times? I thought it was just like previous. Mm-mm, I don't remember it being two. I remember her saying like, I've been engaged three times before this. Is like, this is my fourth engagement or something Whoa, like that. Oh, okay. I feel girl. like that's what she said. So she was always, she was kind of like, am I making a mistake? Like she's like, to me, this is like a big core value that we don't have aligned. Um, is this a mistake? Like I've made mistakes before. I don't want to make mistakes again. So I know that she was going into it being like, ooh, an atheist. I don't know if that's going to pan out. Ooh, okay. I didn't know it was four times. So that's very interesting. I mean, honestly, though, listen, she says in the reunion and everything and that she was like, you know, it's not because of, it's not because of looks. It wasn't, you know, all the way because of the religion. I think part of it, you know, it definitely was but you know listen tiktok was dragging the mess out of them being like no it was because kyle was not that attractive i mean personally i wasn't attracted to kyle i wasn't either so like i mean and i don't blame her because literally like if you honestly let's be real looking at both of them it'd be like what the fuck is she doing so just to catch everyone up so kyle and shana you know shana um accepted Kyle's proposal. Kyle gave her, you know, his mother's ring um, and, you know, Shayna accepted it, but was in the back of her mind, just like, I don't know if this is a, the right decision. Plus she also was interested in one of the other guys. Um, so it was weird because it wasn't weird, but I don't blame her. I actually really don't. I think I probably would have did the same thing. Um, she Uh, Like I said at the beginning, the fact that, like, they're all dating the same people, some people decided to keep it quiet on who they were feeling more than others, and other people were, you know, keeping it hush-hush, being like, I'm not going to talk about my dating situation here, like, I'm just going to let it be. Shana was someone who decided to keep it hush-hush. Some other individual was talking about how she also, like, you know, that she liked this one guy that Shana also kind of liked. So after Kyle proposed, she was like, crap. Well, this other girl was talking about how much she loved this other guy, and I kind of took a back seat. But now I'm like, I almost wish the other guy was. Pro- I she didn't say this, but I'm getting the vibes that she wished somebody else was proposing to her. So she went to that person and was like, "Listen, I just want to say that I'm sorry for taking the back seat. 
and um, is there any way that we can, you know, continue talking or whatever? And that guy was like, no, it's been too long. Like, apparently two days in the pods is a very long time um, to miss (laughs) out on, which I mean, honestly, I don't know math, but what's two out of 10? A fifth? Two, four, six, eight, ten. Yeah, that's a fifth of the time that they missed out on the pot on talking and chatting and getting to know one another. So I could I could see like their time is limited. Time is of the essence. And so he was like, I'm too far like with someone else to start giving you a chance. It wouldn't be fair to her, which I respect. And I also respect Shayna for being true to herself, being like, dang, I did accept this guy's proposal, but I need to give this other situation a one last ditch effort. Yeah, and- nothing was wrong with that. I think like even her like deciding to you know leave when they went on their honeymoon or whatever like that little like not even honeymoon it's like the their vacation after the pod like you know and then she was trying to see the experiment through yeah she was she was trying but you know having her family meet them meet him and and like seeing how they reacted and everything she just was like yeah like i think she really was trying to like she should have been listening to her her own gut maybe Intuition. more mm-hmm. yeah instead of like really trying to like get some like external validation exactly thank you i also think it would have been interesting if she would have met kyle's family like what's it like to like on that side like i don't know anything about him so i need more about his upbringing because apparently he was raised catholic or christian or something and so one of the reasons he said he even liked Shayna was because he um, she said he said that she reminded him of his mom and his you know my mom loves her religion and blah 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 and I want someone who's like my mother which to me is also very interesting because it's like why would you want someone who's religious and you're not religious at all like I, part of me was like am I getting too deep but I was like maybe it's Shana's mission to marry this man and convert him back and like bring you know because as Christians or in any religion your whole purpose as the congregation and the community is to introduce other people right like that it is a um uh you should you know be saved because x y and z reasons right so i'm wondering like we're supposed to be bringing new people to god like that's the whole point is everyone should know yeah but i don't know i don't i don't necessarily think that that was the reason i mean like i mean i get where you're coming from because like we all know like religious people can be like that sometimes but no i mean but I'm do you want to call... spend your life exactly someone... exactly yeah. exactly and she didn't want to and i think like they didn't connect obviously on that huge thing because maybe you know she said that he didn't lead her enough like whatever she gave reasonings but like i'm just gonna be like let's just call it what it is like she wasn't attracted to him and she wanted him to have a little bit more religion but also she wanted someone that would lead her in god and in, in faith and in life in general and unfortunately kyle was not able to do that for her so she was like i gotta go yeah and i appreciate her for being authentic to herself to like and again there's it's never too late and she would have been kicking herself in the butt if she didn't go back to um the other guy who we'll talk about but she would have been kicking herself in the butt and having regrets being like if i would have expressed myself to him where would we be right like, of course if, so i'm i'm supportive of her doing that like this is the time to do and people do that in real life all the time like do exes come yes. back literally every other day yeah so, or people break up and then they're like oh shoot like 
we shouldn't have broken up broken up like that happens with couples that get married all the time too so you know sometimes we just got to make sure that the grass is not greener um or is greener depending on the situation so yeah so i appreciate that shana you know remained true to herself and you know even in the reunion she was like i own it like and oh, yeah. i loved that i think she's great like i'm not uh, no shade on her at all i think it's fine i just like she just didn't like him and that's fine did everything I think she did everything right like she was like I shouldn't have accepted your proposal you're absolutely correct and you know I just I I I think that a lot of people it's like sometimes people can't can't deal with people saying they were wrong like I think Kyle really was like wait what I I really wanted to bash you. I really wanted to talk. Yeah, but he was trying to. I didn't like how he was talking to her though. Like he was a little too like, I think you're terrible. Like he was like really like going in on her, and she just was like, Yeah, I understand. What do you want from me? Yeah, she's she's like, like, I'm saying I'm sorry. I'm saying you are absolutely correct. Yeah, but we can't like. And I think Kyle wanted to go back in time, or he either wanted to be like, Dang, how do I look like I'm even more in the right? Like he was like, I really wanted to look like I'm like. Yeah, the better person. Everyone needs to be on my people side and bad people for me. need to, yes, provide me sympathy because like, like, you know, like, and people would be able to do that if Shayna would have been like, uh, whatever, you don't deserve nothing from me. Like, right. But she didn't. Blah, blah, she, blah. But she, she owned her she, stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She, you know, had a good character. We love that. All right. Yeah. So cool. who's, who's next? It would be Ayana. Uh, if you want, we can talk about Ayana and Jarrett, which, funny thing, I know Jarrett. I've met him in person from some other friends. Um, obviously, uh, it's not obvious, but Love is Blind season two was a Chicago group. So, you know, I should have signed up for the show when I had a chance, okay? Who knows who I end up with? I got, I don't know if it's his same number, but I sure got an old number of his in my phone, okay? And uh, Hassani, I know him, okay? I met these, I was going like, to call them hoes, but they were when I met them, so um and that was part of the issue in their relationship so iana comes from a traumatic past i think she was um sexually abused or she went through some kind of abuse mm-hmm. um and um she's a, an adorable individual she's really tiny um and she just seems like she has like a really good heart and really good whatever to her um but um and she matched with jared jared he seems cool i don't know anything about um like his backstory but their issue was you know um one that there was another girl that Jarrett was kind of into and two um the fact that Jarrett made more money than Ayana and he was like am I gonna be okay with that and then three Ayana was like Jarrett be going out all the time like he gonna stop because we gonna get married and like is he gonna be like a single guy act like one for forever like that's a concern um, but they ended up making it. They ended up getting engaged, um, getting married. And even in the reunion, they s- said they were still together. So good, good kudos for them. Um, but like, I think that like, one of the things that I appreciate about them is that they seem to have really open conversation. Yeah. Um, they seem to be like transparent with each other. And like, you know, Ayana was able to express like, Hey, I'm concerned about X, Y, and Z. And, um, you know, I just, I need to see changed behavior in order to say, like, I do. And, like, you're saying that you're going to change, but, like, I haven't seen it. Um, And I don't even know if in the show they really showed that he changed. Like, I don't know if they showed that he stayed in. Um, So I don't know how that ended up happening, um, how they ended up getting married, how'd she get her reassurance. 
right. without him changing and actually showing that action. Mm-hmm. But in the reunion, you know, he said, and she said that like, you know, she's like, I'm a homebody, but I go out more. And he's like, and I try and stay in a little bit more, you know, so they just try and adapt to each other's needs. And, you know, which I is very cute. Things, yeah. One of the things that I think maybe Jarrett said is like, he got advice that someone was like, invite her, give her an opportunity to say no. Um, but I'm like, that's partially good in my opinion. Like, yes, definitely ask me to join you. Cause otherwise I'm gonna think you doing something shady and like, you don't want me purposely outside with you. Um, but also just because you asked me, uh, four out of the seven days that week, doesn't mean that you should be going out the four days that week, (laughs) just because you asked me every time, like, that's not okay. No, that's true. That's, that's hilarious. No, that's true. I mean, I, I liked Ayana. She was such a cutie and just seemed like she had like such a good soul and heart. Um, and honestly, I just was like, I, I felt for her because it's like, you know, you didn't want to be like the second choice. You didn't want to mm. be the be questioning like, am I really the one? Like, will he be regretting this? You know, all this stuff. Like, definitely I felt for her because I think as girls and we felt probably like that before in our lifetime, like somebody's probably made you feel that way before. So it's just like, it just sucks because then you're gonna be like dang am I gonna marry this it's gonna be my man I mean technically we're we're not everyone's second choice but I just think everyone has had a past and they're you know Jarrett might have been inquiring on if someone else was interested in getting married to him and in the real world there probably would have been more time between you know that situation but how many times are people like, oh, I got married. This is my second marriage. Or, you know, yes, it's like Shayna. I've been, I've been engaged four times and then still get, you know, another engagement, another engagement. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, in the real world, you know, if Garrett would have been like, I, uh, you know, was going to propose to someone in real life. Yes, it might have been the day before I proposed to you in, these, in this experiment. But in real life, I think there would have been more time. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I get that, but also I don't agree in a way because it's like, hopefully, you know, when you get to that stage in a relationship, it's like they've been only dating you for a long time. I'd feel a certain type of way if it was like, you know, they were, you know, dating both people all the way up until it was like so serious that like marriage was really on the table. You know, I understand that that happens like in the real world when you're just dating people and then finally you got to be like, all right you're the one that I want to be like in a real committed relationship with. And then you're like, sorry to the other person, you know, but like Mm -hmm. once you get to like, we're talking about like, we're taking this, this leap to, you know, being, you know, really committed like this. Like when we're talking marriage, like I hope that I'm not out here thinking like, Oh shoot, there's, you know, somebody else he's, you know, they're dating right now too, you know? But I mean, I get where, I get where you're coming from, but I'm just like, you know, I think I would feel a little bit better in the real world because it's like, dang, by that time, you sure as heck, we're exclusive. You ain't dating nobody else. Yeah, no, I get that. And that makes sense. Um, and I, I think, again, because of the parameters of the experience or the experiment, the, the show, um, I'm more understanding of that. Um, but also, you know, I'm sure Iana had this question. What is her name? Iana had these que- had this question because, you know, she was asked second, and like, what happened if you know first girl would have said yeah, 
Like, would we be in this situation or would you be with first girl seeing through the experiment? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if she would have said yes? But at the same time, you just have to, again, I think that's your insecurities talking. I think it's very difficult in that kind of situation to be able to look past that and to trust somebody being like, like, I care about you. Um, but I think at the end of the day, everyone wants to be chosen. So totally. I, I almost think that even like your ego wouldn't let you <laughs> go there. I don't know, maybe mine, my ego or like my pride would be like, oh, well, you a bad AB anyway. So regardless, you know, <laughs> like he came up or, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Very um, interesting. So I guess we could, are you done? Yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about um, Mallory and Sal, if you want. Yeah. Mallory Sal. was the girl that Jarrett uh, was in, like inquiring on if he did propose, would you say yes? And Mallory was like, mm, no. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she had a stronger connection with Sal. I think, um, so Mallory and Sal um, are both, well, Mallory is like what, Polish and... Hispanic. I can't remember what specific uh, Latina background she has, but our Latin background that she has. Um, But Sal is also Latin as well. And I can't remember what specific Latin background he has either. But I think they bonded over that. I think Mallory was attracted to Sal's like very calm demeanor. Um, You know, Mallory has dated a lot of like athletes because she's like kind of a guy's girl who loves sports and can talk sports and kick it with people in that regard. And a lot of the times a real man, a stereotype, but like a real man's man is like, "Mm, all about the guys and sports. And like, we don't prioritize the girl. Like, like we're men, we don't plan dates. Like we don't, we don't need to be cute. Like we're the prize, like, cause we're the man. Um, and that has been Mallory's dating experience. And I think that's one of the main reasons that she did not pursue, um, Garrett for that reason. It's like, "Mm, you seem, we got along and, you know, we really like sports and things like that. But, um, I think that you're not going to prioritize me, um, was an assumption that she had. So she went with like, you know, the singer songwriter, (laughs) Sal. Gentle spirit. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. I was like, I didn't really care about them. <laughs> like, I was like, you know. I loved them because really? I liked that. Mm-hmm, I liked that Sal had a gentle spirit too. Because um, I, I think a lot of times I really want some, a, a man's man too. Like, I'm attracted to a nice, thick piece of meat, like a real kind of manly man situation. I like that ish. Um, but again, Man, man, like they I can sympathize with Mallory being like they don't prioritize me they're not trying to plan dates like they're all about their bros and like what are we doing tonight guys we watching the game we drinking beer like we going out and you know we're attracted we're attractive to a lot of other women so we looking for other women like I don't got to settle down with you and blah 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 so like I think initially that would be a spark that I would have with this person but I think from, again, those past traumas that Mallory was experiencing, I would want maybe like this gentler go, guy. Yeah, to go outside of like what you usually go and go with, which is... And I mean, that's the whole point of this kind of experiment. Like you are all stepping outside of your comfort zone and seeing like if dating someone different or dating like 
and she enjoyed his companionship, it seemed, but I think at the end of the day, they didn't really work out. Um, Mallory's family wasn't really supportive, it seemed, of the experiment, so Sal was, like, huge on family and was like, "Mm, your family doesn't support us, so I don't know how this is going to work out. Plus, he was insecure, maybe rightfully so, about the connection that Mallory and Jarrett had. So, True. you know, at the, at the end of the day, they got engaged, but they never got married. And they apparently attempted to date after the show, but that didn't end up working out. So, I mean, I give it to both of them because they both seemed authentic to themselves, um, which is the whole point. Like, you shouldn't have to force something from happening. You know, I got that little puzzle piece tattoo, okay? Mm. What fits, fits. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. What's meant for you is meant for you. And like, I think ultimately that's all you can ask. You can't force anything as good as it may seem or as much as you may want it. You can't force anything to happen. Totally. I agree. I was, I mean, I thought that, I just have a comment. Like I thought that Mallory would be the one that was going to, going to say no um, when it came to them getting married, but instead, but instead it was Sal. So that was a little bit something that was like shocking, you know, a little bit of like, a, oh, okay. Cause you know, but you know, I think like it, it made sense. I think he had some reservations. I think they had some conversations that obviously clearly didn't leave them feeling some, t- you know, feeling some type of feeling right. Um, so no pressure i mean i felt bad for the fact that like for everything like mallory didn't have her family like parents which it just i think like would hurt anybody if they were close to them so yeah i don't know and then like the fact that finally she was able to get like a sister to be involved was like you know good for her but yeah i think hopefully when she does get married like she gets you know to have her family there yeah, that's real. That's real too. Um, okay. Well, uh, anything else to say about Mallory and Sal? No, but I think we can move on to Shane and Natalie. Okay. Shane and Natalie. Um, so Shane and Natalie, um, Shane, which is interesting. It would have been so cute if it was Shane and Shana. Um, but Shane is who Shana was into and kind of took the back seat to Natalie because Natalie was very like up front in the um, house about how she was interested in, Sa- in Shane and like, oh my God, I think Shane loves me too. Like, ah, and just like talking about it. And she was like, oh, if Shane feels that way, maybe I should take a step back. Like, I'm not about to fight, which is honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Part of me is like, part of me would take that stance too. Cause I would want Shane to be like, well, pursue me the way that you're pursuing Natalie. Like, I ain't about to be no second choice. Like Natalie's coming in here thinking she's hot-ish. Like I'm not about to be like pursuing you and like, no. So part of me feels like that, but I'm also a super competitor. So the other part of me would have been like, oh, you think he likes you. (laughs) You don't know what kind of conversations we have. He like me. Yeah, exactly. True. I mean, I thought, I mean, listen, Natalie, she seems so sweet and whatever, but I was just like, Ugh, I couldn't like she sounded too much like corporate for me that like I just was getting like the ick from I think she's a good per like I'm not saying there's anything wrong with her but but I've had too much like experiences with like managers ta- or you know talking to me in that tone that it doesn't make me feel good honestly <laughs> so 
I just wish she would have had a different voice and different like word choices that she okay, used. Okay, well. I would have liked her more, but I couldn't. The corporateness got the corporateness got to me. But one of the things that I thought was irritating about Natalie was because I'm a huge words of affirmation and I know that about myself. And apparently Shane seemed to be the exact same way because Natalie was constantly joking with him and not affirming him. Like she was constantly like kind of putting him down and like Yeah, and he really was and but I liked the fact that he would vocalize that. Like that was something that I appreciated about Shane though. Like he was like he was like, No, can you stop? Like I actually need you to say something to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Like the more I watched Shane, because he does come off like a like a too much a frat boy. Like mm-hmm. he really comes off like, ugh, ugh, do you have any substance? But like the more I watched him, the more that I like started to be like, oh, like he seems like a good guy. But I don't know, something's wrong with his mouth because it's the way he talks. Like, like the sound of his voice. I don't know if it's like a it's not a lisp, but Both of them anyway, have let me be a nice person. So yeah. Both of I them just, have something. Yeah, but they seem to kind of be jokesters, you know, like both of them have like a real goofy kind of like personality. So I kind of would see how it worked. Um, and they were very much so like super in love the entire time, except for, you know, the parts where Shane would be like, stop, like not affirming me. Like you need right. to- Right, like let's be serious. Throw, throw in a couple compliments occasionally. Yeah. Like, we can joke, but also you can throw in a couple of compliments. Right. And it makes sense because it's like, I'm still getting to know you. Like, you could change your mind at any minute. Oh, like, yeah. Still, it's still noon. I mean, not new. It's still noon. It's still new. So, like, I need a little, I need that. And, like, that's literally no problem. Like, I understand where he was coming from. So, I don't know. And I think, like, he did a, he was really great with, like, her family, you know, like, I know that was like a big deal and I think like her family was very sweet I feel Mm -hmm. um you know her dad and her mom you know that relationship that they built together Mm -hmm. like I thought they were great I mean I think like their fights that they would have were at first I was like okay these are kind of like just just like miscommunication kind of thing it wasn't like not communicating was like miscommunicating type of fights I thought like they just weren't understanding where each other was like how the other like I actually don't recall any fights I just recall the like you better affirm me the the thing that I did appreciate because like they all got to meet each other right like all of the couples not just like the like I met my other significant other, but everybody so you got to meet the people that you were talking to which we didn't even mention part of the issues that went down with Jared and Mallory when they met they were a little overly flirty um but the uh thing that I appreciated is that like when Shayna met Shane um she was like you know being like is Natalie really the one like I don't know like if I would have stepped in maybe it could have been me um and you oh. know, <laughs> I appreciated that um I mean, at that point, maybe Shayna shouldn't have been having the conversations. Like, she clearly already broke up with Kyle and whatever. She was just kind of still there. Um, but I think, you know, they're engaged now. So he already answered your question. So mm-hmm. you don't need to continuously um, be talking to him like that. But what I really liked from that scenario is that Shane went, like, literally a meet, like, a meet, like in the same setting. Like, they didn't even go home and talk about it. He, yeah. like, after the conversation, he went to the other side of the bonfire and was like, so Shana said this, and 
like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Ish Me because too. Because it makes it seem like he's an honest, genuine person. He wasn't hiding anything. He's like, we're in this together. I'm going to be transparent with you. I'm not trying to get caught up in not a single thing. Like, I want you to know where I stand and I stand right here with you. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that. Right. And I think that's when like Shane started to like, you know, grow grow on me more i was like okay i kind of you know i was like liking him by like certain, by his actions honestly because i think mm-hmm. we all we all judged at first i, sure did. I uh-huh. was like he sounds annoying just like you thought natalie was annoying i was like he sounds like such a frat boy like i was definitely judging him like did you graduate or yeah like or do you work at your daddy's company like what's happening right you seem like definitely like i'm a personal trainer so i could just have sex with the girls that i train or just like i work at you know, my father's company. And that's how I make, that's how I have, you know, this role. Anyway. It's unfortunate because his father passed away. Right. Exactly. Um, so anyway, but yeah, I think, you know, they didn't, so they didn't get married. Right. So Mm-mm, they had some kind of fight that we weren't there. The, uh, the cameras weren't there. Apparently he said some things they did say, you know, there was alcohol. It was right after the bachelor party, bachelor, bachelorette situation. But I really want to know like what exactly went down, but it sounded like he said some things that were like, Ooh, I can't get married to you. when you say that you hate me. That you that hate you... me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can understand why they didn't proceed with the marriage, but apparently Natalie couldn't get over that, that argument. So they never like it worked out even post the show. Um, But Mm -hmm. I do appreciate that. Like, like Shane's point being like, I'm owning up to that being a mistake. Like I shouldn't have said those things. Like I shouldn't have done that. But like Natalie isn't owning up to the part of like what got him there apparently she played a role in somehow getting him there and I don't want to make assumptions like for sure she did but based off of the fact that like she wasn't really affirming like she even after he would tell her because this was a repeated kind of storyline for them she would still make too many digs at him or too many jokes at him so I'm wondering if that had something to do with the fact that like he ended up blowing up at her um but at your uh, in the reunion yeah she was kind of playing the victim like he said all these things and he's like address what made me say all these things um, right, so. right, mm-hmm. right so exactly and you know I think that that makes sense of why they didn't want to get married like like you said I mean I don't know if they're gonna ever date again because it seemed like it was still very like there was feelings there but I think there's still a lot of um pain and hurt uh, so I don't know if they're ever going to date, but I wouldn't be against it. But, you know, then they were like, oh, are you going to date Shayna? And it was like, he big. got so upset at the yeah. question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and Shayna like, was like, we did talk, but it was friendly. It was platonic. Like it wasn't a situation. Y'all don't have to do anything about anything. And even Shayna apologized to Natalie. I just think Shayna's a cool person because other people would have been like definitely making excuses for themselves. And I think Shayna definitely owned her part in different situations. So I, yeah. I can't, I can't blame her for any of that. No, I think she was great, honestly, for everything. So I'm just like, you know, that's why she stayed on the show because honestly, if you really think about it, she should not have been on the show for that long. Yeah. The fact that like she was invited to the, um, bonfire or whatever it is that they had I was like was Kyle even there I don't even know but 
I was like, no. mm, y'all aren't together anymore. So usually that's where your little stint ends, just like the rest of the characters that never made it out of the pod. Yeah, like it's like you no longer exist. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean in the show, yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. So okay, our, go ahead. let's wrap it up with the big finale that you know everybody already knows is Shake and Deep D. Mm-hmm. Ooh, cha, ooh, cha. And that is really what the something from the internet is based off of. Shake yeah. was clearly on the wrong show. He was in the pods trying to, you know, get the yes. women to kind of detail how they looked, you know, mm-hmm. what their weight was. Side, can I put you on my shoulders? That was like his question. If we were to go to a festival, could I put you on your shoulders? And Deepy was like, oh, that would be fun. Can you handle me? He's like, I mean, can I? <laughs> Um, and like, he was definitely trying to understand people's physical looks that, mm-hmm. and that was his priority going into a lot of the conversations. And mm-hmm. that's not the point. The whole point is like, no, we're not supposed to be looking at each other. You know, clearly that's why the wall is here. Um, <laughs> we're supposed to be trying to understand each other deeply, know the contents of their character. And, you know, at first shake didn't seem as terrible. Like he did start that way, but then he was like, you know, oh, she's my best friend and I want to give this a chance. But like the fact that he had to say it like 15 billion times. Every single time he was on camera, it was like, oh, I feel like she's like my aunt. I feel like she's not attractive. I just, it's hard for me to do anything. Like it's like everything's. Let's address the part where it's like, oh, she's like my aunt. So they're both of Indian descent and um, like, like they've both only dated like white people, which I have my thoughts, um, but it definitely is like growing up in the United States for me and Kayla, both going to a publicly white institution, being around white people, being the only people who looked like ourselves, like you definitely start thinking like, are my features attractive? Do I like myself? Like people like the white hair, white hair, blonde hair, blue eye, like they like that. That's what's being praised. That's what we hear in media. That's what I see in front of me. Like, that's what I should seek. That's what I should be looking for and like Mm -hmm. going after. And so I can understand that like, that was both of their experiences, probably based off of, again, similar things that Kayla and I have gone through. But like the fact that like, it's not that, I think, I don't know how old they are exactly, but they're old enough. I think, I think they're 32. To, I'm hoping that they've, they're this 32. Is why therapy is super important because y'all need to work through some of your traumas. You should not be looking at your own kind, thinking terrible things about them. Like I you know, need to do that some, was, del- very some, much internalized self love. Yeah. And like explore that because that's why he was saying that he was like, Oh, like, I don't know if I can be attracted to you because of my past traumas the my upbringing you know so oh that was one thing that was like the worst yeah but then even outside of that the fact that this is a show called love is blind like you shouldn't be focusing on aesthetics anyway like you should be so blessed that you found someone that you are like genuinely compatible with that you can envision yourself like growing old with and like having experiences in life and conversations and you think the same way and you're gonna feel supported and you're gonna feel like someone's ride or die like with you like if you find something like that, like that was the purpose of the show was, and that's what people truly fall in love with. Like Kayla and I were saying, y'all, y'all are going to get old and your face, your body, your everything is going to change. Like right. at some point and you may not even have teeth. Exactly. And it was, it was nice because his own friends were like, bro, like 
what are you what are you talking about look at you like you already have gray hair like can you look at him? like you already have gray hair you're not perfect like you're not like you know this like spring chicken anymore like I think his own friends were really trying to like his personal friends not even just people on the show like they said that to him too but like his personal friends were like dude you can't be out here like really thinking this like looks matter so much because at the end of the day it was beautiful yes of course again I'm being petty but like her her nose was a little off to me but black people are the last people who can talk about noses but like <laughs> everybody's nose, the last person to talk about nose. almost almost really truly but her nose was also uh his nose was also like a little extra pointy and hers was just a little extra thick like both their noses weren't right for me and like <laughs> but outside of that I was like her body was banging like her body was banging and on television you know, the camera adds 10 pounds. So I'm like, what's her body look like literally in real life? You know what I'm saying? Like her skin look good. Like I have nothing to say about her aesthetic. She didn't look dumpy and homely. Like she looked like she knew how to put it together when she needed to. Like, I just, I don't have anything to say about her aesthetically, honestly. And the fact that again, she seemed like a good person. She was always supportive. Like I, I don't, I just didn't get it. But long story short they did get engaged um and after that like they didn't end up getting married and what blew me the most was everything he said after deep d because deep d was the one who didn't say i do like she he never got to get shake's answer but deep d was the one who was like i'm gonna put myself first and like i want to marry someone who knows what I'm worth. Like, mm-hmm. I know my self-worth, I know what I deserve, and I want to marry someone who's very sure of wanting to be with me. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. That's what this podcast is about, okay? Mm-hmm. You better know and recognize who you is, and you better stand in that, okay? Fully, truly, okay? So I appreciate her for that, but Shake's comments afterwards- Oh like, my god. He was just, he was embarrassed. He was like, it's a party. We're gonna celebrate, and like, you know, don't even worry. Like he, like his friends literally like, are you sad? Like, are you okay? And he was like, oh yeah, no, I'm so glad that she got to do that because like, you know, she would have gone through it, through with it if I would have said, yeah. And then like, also it's just like, I was so glad I didn't have to, but you know, like it was this whole time, like, you know, between us, like I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't really he was attracted like, I could handle her. it, you know, yeah. like I could have handled kept, it if she even on the wedding day. He was like, I'm not attracted to her. He was telling the guests that I'm not even attracted to, he was to like, her. Yeah, I mean, it ultimately, I mean, I'm glad it ended up being that way. She's a cool person, you know, maybe we'll be friends, but like, yeah, let's get this party started. It's still, I'm still good. I'm gonna be good. I am good. Like, what's up? Like, he we're, didn't we're going to, to Nobu. Like, yeah, he's that. like, I got reservations already. Like, you know, like, Ugh. and all throughout the reunion too he never owned up to his ish he was like let's be real we all want someone that we're attracted to and like like you know uh, he was also sticking his nose in everyone else's business and like trying to spill everyone else's tea and it's like dude hush you aren't in anyone else's relationship stop commenting on it you don't need to be doing it as we clearly comment on everyone else's relationship but this is a podcast like <laughs> like it, it, I could he definitely was giving very narcissistic vibes and it took him a little bit but he finally did admit he's like you're right I was on the wrong show like I should have been on something else like should have been on the bachelor or something I mean I don't know if anyone would have wanted him but like I think he should have been on like like a what is that love island or too hot to handle where it is about. oh maybe too hot to handle 
Yeah, you're right. Maybe too hot to handle. But even then, they probably would have, he would have got sent home. Lana would have been like, sorry, you're not making any connections here. Right, you're not making genuine connections. But maybe even still, that shouldn't have been his show because that was also about, yes, there might be a ton of hot people here, but are you getting to know them, truly? Um, right, yeah. Yeah. But I so, mean, yeah. I don't anything know. Anything else to say about Shake and Deep D? Just that, like, I... I hope for the best. I hope she like finds someone, you know, there's rumors about her dating Kyle or whatever, but yeah. Cause yeah. Kyle expressed himself. He's like, I wish I would have pursued deep deep. She seems dope. And that was cool that he like put himself out there right then and there, but I'm sorry, Kyle, you don't do it for me. I, again, we're, <laughs> it's crazy that we're talking about him being attractive, but even the, even the fact that he's an atheist, like, and I wouldn't have gotten along with anyone who was a manual labor worker unless they were like making a bunch of money because I plan to have a bunch of money because I just don't like the struggle life (laughs) I don't I I already feel like I have the struggle life and I make more money than other people I don't know how many other people but some people and so um yeah I don't know if I could do it and I may be stereotyping or generalizing but I I just said I don't know if I could do it it depends on how much they make and I just don't know how to ask that question when you're dating to me (laughs) no seriously to me I would I I judge that you're poor based off of I guess it's partially that you're poor or you're not interested like why aren't you taking me out on dates Mm. you're either poor or you're uninterested yeah. One of the reasons. Otherwise, you, you can't afford to take me out on a dinner weekly. I'm sure you take yourself out. I, th- I t- bought myself an $80 meal this weekend because I wanted to. No one else was going to, so I bought it myself. I took myself out and spent $170 on myself on Valentine's Day. That's enough for two people. So I'm like, I'd be doing it for myself. So I know people love to say, would you do it for Yes, I would. Yes, I would. And I do. <laughs> exactly. So, right. so where are you at? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't come at me. Anyway. Um, so we would like to wrap this up with advice. Do you have any advice to give Kay? Otherwise I have something to say. No, you can give yours first and then I'll go. F- I'll see if I have anything to add. Oh, it's usually one tip an episode. Otherwise we'll run out of tips. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go give your tip. I thought it was advice advice. I didn't know it was a tip. I mean, advice, a tip, whatever, guidance, whatever it really truly is. Um, Mine is almost, mine is just about prioritizing yourself, which we started to talk about at the beginning of the episode. My advice to everyone is to prioritize yourself. Work has demands. Work isn't going anywhere. Um, And if they can't stand you not being at your computer for 30 minutes or an hour because you're taking your own break or you're doing whatever it is that you need to do for yourself to make yourself feel better, then like you need to find another job that values your well-being because I don't know what good you're going to be to a company or anyone else if your cup isn't full. You can't offer anyone anything else if you're pouring from an an empty cup. So definitely make sure that you're prioritizing yourself and your well-being. I agree with that. Perfect. You have a tip? Did you want to give one? No, I was just going to say a bonus tip. No, I just was going to say, yeah, 100%. You have to because they don't care about us. They sure do not. We, everyone is replaceable. Unfortunately. 
Well, if you made it this far, we appreciate you. We love you. Um, make sure that you share this episode. Um, if you thought it was interesting, definitely rate us. Um, by rate us, I mean give us five stars. If you aren't, then please don't. Um, and definitely subscribe, put on the little notifications if that's a thing. Um, so you don't miss an episode. We drop on Mondays when we have an episode to drop on Mondays, but we're going to try and be more consistent with that. Like we say, almost every time we uh, talk to you, um, and follow us on Instagram. We have an Instagram. It's at sisterish underscore podcast, uh, interact with us there, slide in the DMS. If you have things to say, if you would like us to provide any kind of uh, relationship advice or any other advice, or you have a situation you would like us to comment on, you can definitely do that in our DMs, but you can also send us an email. It's sisterishpodcast at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. Yes. So we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.